0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Radio Contra coming at you live from the Gorilla Camp. Located deep in the heart of Rural, North Carolina. I of course am your host, the comments of LC Oak Militia coming at you on a bright and sunny Saturday morning, joined by my very good friend and a guy that I can say is the most in shape man I have ever known in all my years as a wrestler, as a soldier. This dude is the most in shape guy that I've ever met and is a walking book of knowledge when it comes to fitness training. You probably know him from American Poison, the posts that he puts up about boosting testosterone, personal training, and getting yourself in shape, focusing on the thing that really matters and is often overlooked in the preparedness community and that is you what you're doing your physical fitness and getting ready for the next step all right because let's be honest physical fitness is something that a lot of people in the preparedness community overlook anyway without much further ado mr disciple of crop hey man out. what's up brother
1: What's up, brother? How's it going? Thanks for having me again
0: yeah man it's uh it it's finally finally, the stars aligned enough <laughs>
1: yeah, no kidding it took a bit
0: it, it well, you know, like we've been trying to do this for months now um and and it's you know I'm on the road or I'm running a class or you know you're you're on the road, you're doing um the the mountain of things that that you do and, and it's just the stars just don't align man yeah that's uh,
1: true and then the, all the intervening events of the day take uh take up airtime too you got to talk about it so yep so here we are but hey, we're here we're here
0: we're here, we're here. And, and and i mean saturday morning It this is one of those classic north carolina summertime saturday mornings where like i walked outside this morning Sipping a little bit of coffee, glorious. Get that that like ninety percent humidity smack mm-hmm. you in the face. You just like, oh man, oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I miss it.
0: <laughs> ah, you know, ugh, ugh. I don't know, man. I, I this this past week it's been in the nineties. It's like middle of the day. Ugh.
1: Yeah, we've had a heat wave for the area, but y'all would probably laugh at it. We're in the low 80s, and everyone's like, oh, it's sweltering. I don't know about that. <laughs> 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 and you know the humidity don't get to those levels, of, like in North Carolina, up where I am. Ain't no way.
0: Yeah, it, man, low 80s, that's that's a nice day outside. <laughs> it's balmy. Like, I, you walk outside, you're like, I'm going to get some shit done. Yeah, bring it. Yeah, this, this feels good. Yeah, I, man. You know, I'm not miserable. Uh, once once it and once, once it gets like above uh once, once you're like high 80s into the low 90s that's where it's starting to get like uh, it's a little sticky outside yep. By the time it hits 95 it's like dude this is just miserable
1: yeah you can't do nothing even raise your arm to the side you start to sweat uh man <laughs> that
0: was I the other you. day, uh, it was either Wednesday or Thursday. I think it was Thursday. It was, it was 97. 97 when uh I was I was uh rolling around getting some some stuff done and uh looked at the thermometer in the truck, right? 97. It's
1: like Damn man. Yeah, you don't want to do nothing with that.
0: I, I mean, it's crazy too. Just one month ago here. When, uh, exactly a month ago, I was out in Washington for, uh, the scout course, RTO courses. And I mean, we were all bundled up out there cause it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it was like, it was cold and, and it iced on us at one point during <laughs> class, but it was actually that cold here too. And, okay. um, just a month ago and, yeah. and it's like, it, it's, I don't know, man, it's, uh, Crazy, crazy weather. Crazy. Yeah, weather. it's amazing
1: month time. Yep.
0: But diving into it, man. You know, you being, it, and I'm just just like I, I'm not saying that as as hyperbole. Seriously, you, you're the most fitness oriented guy I have ever known, and I'm talking about, um, you know, being being a wrestler for as long as I have. And you know, being in the army where I worked with a lot of guys who were certified master fitness trainers, and still, you know, still it was um, your your approach to training, which is very visibly obvious, by the way, too. I mean, you 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 look like a cold piece of steel. <laughs> but, Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it, it's it, you you definitely you definitely exude that like like you know, I'm. Screw me, I'm going to break you in half. <laughs> well, it's but
1: important for the business, too. I, I mean, I hold very strongly that, you know, you got to you gotta look and, and perform yeah. like the finished product, you know, instead of yeah. someone who read a book and slaps a little uh, title on themselves. And they're the expert, even though they really haven't done it for their whole lives or something like that. So, you know, I, I think that's important. You got to look the
0: part. Right, right. Well, you know, and, and looking the part, I mean, you, you definitely exude that. I mean, get, folks, if if you've never seen him, you know, you, you probably haven't seen any picture. You've seen uh, the, the the small picture that he's got up on AmericanPartisan.org. He's like Jason Statham, but more in shape. And Thanks, th- that's man. no lie. That's no exaggeration. Anybody that's met him, you've been to a lot of classes down here. That's, I mean, I, I think that's an accurate um, depiction.
1: Thank and, you. And.
0: You know, it's but I mean, over the years, reading about uh, Jason Statham, I think that's a a good example. Reading about his his training paradigm and what he did, because what a lot of people don't know before uh, the transporter and you know all all the movies that Jason Statham before he made that jump to Hollywood, he was actually an Olympic diver and and competitive swimmer. That that was his that that's where he came from. And so lean and mean for him wasn't a, a just a, a expression. It was a way of life. That that's the way that it had to be. And, um, you know, to to be competitive. And that's a that's something that you live by as well. You know, it, it's it's absolutely necessary no matter what age. Um, you got to have that combination of mobility and explosive vigor, right? You know, kind of the heart of it all. So talk us through what you mean by that, what that, what that means to you and, and how you maintain that.
1: All right. So, uh, when I, I, I discussed this a little bit last time, but it's kind of relevant even, uh, in this interview. Um, I, when I first started working out, it was like, okay, looking good for the women, you know, and, and Hey man, when you're in your late teens and, and early twenties, that's, that's important, you know? Uh, but, uh, then beyond that, I, I started taking a different view of, of fitness, not just what I look like, but what is it I'm able to do with that, um. And and so once I started concerning myself with performance, um, that's when I started getting not just into, okay, what do I do in the gym to support the performance part, but then There's the inputs part, the the nutrition part of it too, Um, and so so as far as the lean and mean, I I think that it's it's it goes just beyond. Okay, well, it sounds cute, you know, lean and mean. Uh, What does it really mean? And like you said, you know, you want you want. We're looking for as partisans in particular. I so I've already had a partisan mindset even before I started writing for American Partisan. You know, what is it I'm able to do? What what is it I can? What kind of work can I do with my body in a case of extreme situations or, you know, uncomfortable situations, physical situations you want lean and mean means it's, it's really a combination of mobility and vigor. Okay. So you're looking good, but okay. If you, it, it, that, that's not the big deal. You're, you're saying, well, what is it you're able to do? You want mobility, you want vigor, and that's going to be true at any age. You know, there's no, no, there's ne- it's never not useful to have mobility and vigor. And I think again, every every partisan out there, if you're considering, if you consider yourself an American partisan, you're getting ready for what's coming and all that stuff, you know. And you really embrace that idea, then you really do want to be as mobile and vigorous as 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 you can be, uh, you know. I'm not, you know, not everyone has the same conditions. Some people are disabled or you know. So, but everyone, you know, can be as good as they can be. And so I think, you know, this is something you want. You want to be as mobile and vigorous as is possible for your situation. Um, and and that is going to be achieved through a combination of exercise, nutrition, and a proper eating lifestyle. You can't just – you can't have any one without the other two, or you're not going to be lean and mean in a truly functional sense. Uh, and so then when we talk – we talked about Physical fitness side in the last interview. So, I'd like to really focus in this interview on more of the nutrition and the eating lifestyle angles that go with the lean and mean condition that we all seek.
0: A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. I think that's critical. I mean, we're all guilty of it. Well, I, I, I'm not, you're not guilty of it. I think probably the only thing. The only thing I would say, the only transgression eating wise that that I've ever seen over the over knowing you for years, you brought down that killer stew that your wife made and and, uh-huh. and
1: your, the rice and beans.
0: Oh, oh yeah. dude, yeah, you know, that that's oh my god, that that was that was something, man. That well, was now something. it's funny
1: you say that actually because. I I went without my wife's rice and beans, you know, uh, I mean, it's always on offer and I went without it for about two years while I was doing both a one meal day and kind of like a paleo diet. So I was eating no rice and beans, no, no starches, no nothing. I was really skinny and i was feeling so weak and crappy you know i said you know well, look at me i'm not eating the my wife's awesome home cooking i'm 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 not feeling so good so i started i went back to eating that stuff so i tell people not to eat the rice and beans um if you're looking to really maintain you know you really want to lose weight as aggressively as possible i've reached a steady point so i make accommodations for eating those types of food because there is yeah. value to it it's not like i'm eating you know french fries you know and and then at the same time well, it'd be a damn shame if I have a a wife from Latin America that you know has the great cooking skills and I just eat plain ass boring salad and 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 <laughs> steak all night, you know what I mean? So yeah. I had to do that, but yeah. So so that's what you got that time.
0: Yeah, dude, and and I mean rice means seriously rice and means my weakness. Like that's to me, um, and I've always been that way since I was a kid. Like it, it, it dude, you put. Red beans and rice, man, red beans yeah. and rice, just like, but you know uh-oh. that could
1: be made to work i mean if you if you line up your other areas of nutrition and eating lifestyle, then you know rice and beans is not a it's not a deal breaker it's uh you know, it's, it's always a matter of how much and what else is going on. If you're burning it off and whatever, you know, so it's not a hard and fast thing. I just, I, I would say that for most people who are looking, let's say to lose weight, you know, they've got like an extra, you know, however many pounds, man, nah, you don't want to eat the rice and beans, but if you're active and you're doing stuff, there is going to be a place for some starches and in, in the lineup. Uh, it's not, it's not an absolute no, no. Oh yeah. Yeah. You
0: know? And, and I mean, uh, you know, my wife got into keto hard and, and going full bore with it. And it worked very well for her, Um, uh, worked very well for her. And one of the things that she learned from it was that in order to maintain ketosis and, and kind of, and it's a little bit different for everybody. But one of the things that she learned was that you, you actually had to have a little bit of carbs every now and again. You had to cycle right. them, uh, as long as you don't go overboard with it. And that works pretty well. Didn't work as well for me. And, and, you know, it is what it is. Right. But, you know, getting to the point though, quality in quality out, we always hear this, right. Junk in junk out, got us through a little bit of, of, you know, what that means to you and some, some examples of, what people ought to be looking for in a quality diet because a lot of people make mistakes man and and they think because they're eating certain types of foods that oh it's it's natural or oh it's organic right and and they're kind of following the market buzz terms that's right they're actually not getting quality nutrition
1: yeah that's right that's absolutely right so Right. Like you said, quality
0: in, quality
1: out, junk in, junk out, same idea. Uh, you got to look at it this way. I, I, you know, kind of like a, a global understanding is is helpful, a theoretical understanding. So you do a better job when you do the practical part. So the body is is made of trillions of cells. You know, and I'm not going to go into the eye glazing, you know, stuff, because that stuff doesn't interest me too much either. You know, I'm trying to present this as a fashion that's uh, you know, actionable and useful. So you got these cells and they're always, you know, they're, you know, billions are dying every day. Billions are being formed every day and it's ongoing constant process. Uh, so you're basically always reconstituting what, you you know, yourself at every second of every day, the body is doing that unknown to us, but that's what's happening is all of the chemistry of the body. And so you want to take that into account and you want to have the chemistry happen as best as possible it is a lot of a lot of chemistry and so if you give quality chemistry inputs you're going to get a better outcome For that, if your body's reconstituting itself from what you're taking in, well, you want to give it good materials, no different than you would do for a car where you're going to use, you know, oil. I really care about my car. You want longevity for your car. Okay. So you use, you know, the more expensive gas grades. You use better oil for your engine, better parts. It's the same exact thing. Uh, if you put in junky parts, junky, low quality oil and whatever else, your car is going to underperform and it's going to fail on you. And it really, a, a machine is a machine is a machine. So you want to get what the body needs. And, and the body has what it specifically needs in order to live. And you want it, these are called essential nutrients. In other words, without them, you die. And so uh, you want to get essential nutrients in sufficient amounts. These are the vitamins and minerals, the substances of life. That are required for your body's chemical processes. And again, you want them in sufficient amounts to maximize the quality and efficiency of that bodily chemistry. Um, The thing is, uh, the modern living as we have it today, which is based around maximum corporate profits together with convenience and pleasure. So it's led people, mostly Americans, uh, uh, but in other countries, this is taking hold too. Same phenomenon. Uh, it's leading people to eat a steady diet of garbage that has uh, few to no nutrients. So you could even say that we're being killed off deliberately because we're being left sick and starving by the diets that we are, you know, that are are put on us, you know, through our, you know, the corporate uh, food processors and so on. So, so what you're doing is if you're eating modern foods for the most part, like the McDonald's or whatever, convenience foods, frozen foods, you're getting uh, a lot of calories and not a lot of nutrition. So your body has to it needs the nutrition it's not getting, so it's it's coming up short. Chemical reactions are going to come up short, you know, and that happens over the course of time. You're getting lots of energy with all of the calories of the food but no nutrition. So it's not only are you undernourishing yourself, but then you're also costing yourself additional energy for the body to to actually try to process this garbage. And so you get this double whammy, not enough nutrition coming in, too much energy coming in. And, you know, you do that for enough years and you're going to get you're going to get sick. You're going to feel poorly. And and, uh, that's basically what's happening. Uh, the body is, is going to be very forgiving at first when you're young you can basically withstand anything. So, you, you know, you're deficient, you're undernourished, you know, but there's really no signs of anything, but eventually the accumulated bill of not eating enough nutrition will come due. And then we, you know, as adults, we start to feel less energetic. We start to underperform. We start to get sick. And so then we start having metabolic diseases like diabetes, heart disease, fatty liver disease, and down the line, even cancer because of a lifetime of too much energy, too many calories, not enough nutrition, and the uh, overall effects that this has on the body, um, and and it leaves us looking and feeling like junk.
0: Yeah, man. You know that I think over the years um, I've followed Michael Savage, and you know a lot of people know Michael Savage from his radio show. Uh, which is, you know, incredibly popular and uh, him as as a political commentator, um, you know. But what they don't know is that Dr. Savage is also a medical botanist and knows a huge amount about nutrition. And the exact same things that you are saying is the same stuff that he said over the years um and and you know previous to him getting into political commentating and all of that um you know and and i mean that's spot on i know that when just as a personal anecdote when i'm on the road i don't i i don't eat the best i mean i'll, I'll admit it is you know it's it, tough it is, it's tough yeah. it is and 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 when you spend when when you spend time Uh, traveling and you're on the road and, you know, you're training. And then at the end of, of, you know, a a day of class, everybody wants to go hit the bar. or They want to, you know, (laughs) hey, we want to take you to this local place that's got, you know, really killer pizza or, you know, this this place has got a, you know, how do you say no? Irish. Right. You can't. You can't. And then it's it always happens by the end of that class. And I mean, this happened when I was up in Michigan, man, there was that was just, you know, all of this, this stuff that was local, awesome food, man, awesome, you know, dive places that are up there that they just were like, they're they like, oh, you're here. You have to try this. So you can't say no, you yeah. know, but by the end of the week, then you're just like, I feel like absolute dog shit. No you know? doubt, man. I feel like me too. when dog I go shit. on
1: my training outings down to North Carolina. Uh, you know, I mean, I already accept the idea that, you know, people say to me, oh, you got to take, you know, your special foods and stuff. It's like, fuck no, man. I'm not. No, I'm no, I'm not doing that. You know, like I can afford to junk out for a couple of days and then I, I'll, I'll do that. I'll drive down and. You know, and then I'll start, you know, getting into, you know, breakfast at Waffle House only because I, I can here. I can't. So I do the Waffle House thing or, you know, I'll I'll have, uh, uh, you know, I'll have canned foods because we're camping or whatever. And, you know, and then I'll get my Jolly Ranchers out for flavor. And, you know, I do bring my carrots and hot sauce everywhere. Everyone knows me knows about that. But uh, but you know, know the the inputs are terrible, you know, and that's what there is, and I just accept it. And and so by the end of one of those weekends, you know, I'm feeling pretty run down, not just because, right. you know, it's uh, an energy, you know, expending experience, but also because of the, the quality inputs are not there. I'm just doing what there is, you know, and and making best of it, the best of it. And and by the time that those are over, and I'm heading back to uh to you know, home for the ten hour trip. I feel pretty sluggish, low energy, you know, and it, it, it takes me about another maybe day or so to get back up and around once I start, you know, cleaning my inputs up again, you know. So really, I mean, it, it makes a huge difference, you know, especially if you're, you know, you're doing mostly good eating and then you you end up junking out for whatever reason or another. You feel the effects. You feel the difference because you take your body as a temple and you turn it into your body as a junkyard And then da da, that's what ends up happening. You feel that difference really acutely in particular when you're, you know, when you're doing the right thing and then you have to deviate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's I mean, I I know, you know, your stuff from from knowing you, but I know, you know, your stuff just from kind of comparing that to, you know, every time that I'm on the road, man, just coming off the road now and, and being back for a week. I'm already starting to feel better. I'm already oh getting for that, sure, you know, back up to speed because I'm actually eating like I normally eat. I'm eating yeah, real better, food. yeah. Right, and and you know, I'm not eating. I'm I'm not eating pizza, even though you know, <laughs> dude. I mean, Jet's Pizza in Michigan is it
1: famous? I've Never heard of it.
0: It is. It's famous. Okay. It's famous. It it's it Detroit's own style of of pizza. Because I mean, sweet. New York, I know. I know y'all up in New York. You're, you're yeah. I get a little. I get a little fussy
1: about that. I, I mean, I'm from New York City, and I piss on New York City. But I got to say, the pizza there is is really the best I've had. I'm not lying.
0: It is. It, it's. I mean, it it is its style, though.
1: And then you get the factions like Detroit versus Chicago pizza, and right, you know, and yeah, right. you get the big city thing. Yeah,
0: Jets. Jets is is a Detroit style pizza up there, and I'm gonna tell you, man, it's it is amazing. It, it is. I mean, if if you like that style of crust, it, it's the total night and day from New York. I'll um, have to give it a shot. But yeah, it, it's it, if you can find the Jets, I don't I don't know if they'd have them up your way. Interestingly enough, when I was coming down here, because I was telling um, I was telling some people about Jets, was like, yeah, it's good. I looked it up. There is one in North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh. Huh, that's you may have to
1: drive a couple hours to get there, but maybe one day.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it might be worth the trip. It, it was good, yeah. but you right, know, like not a, not eating bad stuff. You know, right, right. up in up in the protein content. You know, and and uh, getting decent sleep. You know, which you don't do on the road, and sleep is huge. Oh, you definitely. Know? Sleep. Yeah. You know what? It's funny. It's like
1: a, like a quiet nutrient, you know, it's overlooked, I guess, cause it doesn't fall into like the vitamins and minerals, but you know, that's no, no less important is, is to get that nourishment from sleep, that energy recovery from sleep. You know, you can't, you could can do everything right, get shitty sleep and you're freaking screwed, you know, no matter what.
0: Yeah. You know, and it used to be, man, when, when I was in my early twenties, I could get two hours of sleep. Oh, I man.
1: know. Right. And, 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 and being a hangover and still perform.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nothing it it, it of was, it. it was like, ah, no, no big deal, man. You <laughs> know, pound down a Gatorade and, and, yep. uh, you know, uh, 36 ounces of water and bam, I'm ready to rock and roll.
1: Right. You right. know,
0: and, and now it's no more. Like, uh, you know, if I don't, if I don't get a few, you know, at least, um, get a certain amount of water every day. If I don't get, you know, I I have to my happy medium now is is if I don't get less than 5 hours of sleep a night, I don't function right, man. I have I've have the brain fog and
1: Oh yeah, that's the worst of it.
0: Yeah, it it's it, you know, I'm kind of moody if I yeah. don't get that and say <laughs> it, it's a whole different animal, you know. Now uh the, that I'm I'm in my my mid to late 30s it's, you're starting to see the world a little different, you know, and, and, uh, all, all of my older friends, whenever we talk about this, all all the ones that are, you know, a decade or so older, they're like, just wait, it gets better. So
1: (laughs) yeah, man, you know, these things reveal themselves to you one uncomfortable incident at a time, you know, you're like, I can't do it like I used to. Okay. I got to take them. You know, Dude,
0: I, I mean, I'm going to tell you like that, that Washington class, uh, the scout course, uh, the Washington class out there. And, um, that first night that we're sleeping in the field, which I went out there with a sinus infection. So I was already, um, kind of, kind of run down when I got out there. Like my ears were still plugged up from the plane flight. Cause you know, got, I got a sinus infection. I can't equalize my ears. Which yeah. kind of throws you off, anyway. But then I like I'm sleeping in the dirt out there, the first sign of class, and we, we, you know we get ice storm, and there's it's ice icing on us. And I just remember, like I wake up, and you know, it, it, in in my little ranger hooch, getting you know ice on my face, and I'm not wet per se, but it's definitely cold, and I'm just like, man. You know, I've been in a lot worse situations. I don't enjoy this as much anymore. Like, I, it it used to be like, oh, yeah, I hope, I hope this, I want the more this sucks, the better off it is. Yeah. Yeah, You take pride. Like, yeah. I I ain't into that no more. You know, (laughs) (laughs) this is not. It's not as much fun as it used to be.
1: Is- I still beat myself up about stuff like that. I had that happen to me, like you know, with my some of my training, like my weightlifting and whatever. Where it's like I used to look for the absolutely most arduous, difficult, you know, way to do whatever, and be like, "Good, that's really tough, and that's all I wanted." Now I'm, 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 I'm easing back a little bit from that. and I'm looking for good Man. ways to do it, but not necessarily the hardest, you know. And I, I, I hate to say it, like I feel I beat myself up at. that. It's like, "What's the matter? You know, you being a pussy, you know," but. You know, at, <laughs> at some point, you know, like I'm fighting with myself at some point. I say, OK, I've got to relent or I'm never going to be able to do this again, of, you know, at all. You know, so you know, that kind of thing. You know, I got to scale back a bit. You know, it sucks.
0: Yeah, man, you like you. It's just it, it's, it's strange how it, it, it works like that. Like the older you get, you're like, I'm just not into this. I'm I'm just not into to sucking like this. You know, <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference in having challenging training goals and just unnecessary suffering. You know? Right, right.
1: And I mean, you can call it conditioning, but eventually it really – it. The, the, I think that it does more harm than good potentially.
0: Right, right. You know? yeah, yeah, and I mean it can. Like you, you're running the risk of uh, injuries, like going, going back to that Washington scout course, the whole day, the, the second day of class. Pretty much the whole day it was raining oh, and my. it, you know, it, it kind of transitioned from, you know, the, that just annoying mist that you have that actually feels kind of good and doesn't soak you to the bone to all of a sudden getting like torrential downpours. Mm. You can't stop training, man. I mean, it, nope. it's, it's like, hey, dude, you know, we're, we're up here. We got to do this. But, um, Man, it, there there was one point in the afternoon the guys had run uh, both groups had had run through their ambush lanes, and you know I was gonna run them through a second ambush lane, but I you know I I, I do what I do as an instructor I'm I'm floating through the guys and and kind of talking to them and joking around and gauging their responses to me to just to to check on them you know and right. see how they're doing and there was a handful of these guys that had early signs of hypothermia. Of like hypothermia.
1: Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah.
0: They're, they're giving me the stares, and, you know, mm. they kind of delayed responses. And uh, there was one kid that was out there and, and I mean, God bless him. He, he was, um, he was, he was a rock star. I mean, him, him and his brother, they were, they were rock stars. They, they were awesome. It was the first, the first class of any kind that they had ever been to oh sweet yeah yeah and their dad paid for them to to come to the class and i mean they're they're, uh younger guys they're young adults uh we'll say they were in their their uh, early 20s and you know they they are rock stars man but the the older of the two brothers is he's definitely showing me signs of hypothermia and i'm like hey you know, it. it we, we got to take a, a, a little bit of time here, let you guys dry out, Uh, you know, go back to your vehicles, get around a heat source. If you got dry layers, get them on because I'm not going to run the risk of you getting injured in training. And I had a guy that was out there who, you know, he's a good dude. He He had been in the army a long time back and was kind of. Um he he was he was very motivated, we'll put it like that. He was just like, well, wow, no, they, they just have to push through it. And I'm like, okay, dude, look, you know, it's it from a trainer's perspective, this is not the army, okay? And right. I'm not going to allow, this is my personal ethics here. I'm not going to allow somebody to run the risk of injuring themselves over. Some you know, we can take an hour and you go warm up and get that core body temperature back up and get some calories in you and take care of yourself versus, oh, you know, tough it out because of, of you know, whatever reason. Like, I'm not that's not what I'm here to do. I'm not here to break you. I'm not. I mean, you don't have,
1: that's there. not time for do or die mode, really.
0: No, no, no. And, and I mean, in the army, if this was, you know like a a selection course for something or that's the time a cool guy school yeah get your ass back out there push push through it stud right you know and and that's fine but i'll tell you man even even in the elite schools you're getting monitored and you're getting monitored very closely for that stuff because they especially i i can speak to uh, the Army soft community I can't I can't speak for the other branches but I do know um, that if if conditions get severe enough that they, they're they gonna they're gonna pause training they'll take a tactical pause and um, that's you know I, I've heard guys when I was in I heard guys that that were critical of that kind of thing like oh you know you should just tough it out when, when you're out there for real it doesn't stop and it's like yeah, that, that, that might be true, but if guys are getting injured in training, then I, me personally, I don't see what the point is. Um, if, if you're hurting yourself in your training methodology, you're not, you're doing something wrong, man.
1: Right. Yeah. You're training. I so I mean, that's, that, that you don't want that outcome.
0: Nah. I mean, it, it's just like, like, all right, man, you know, you, you want to, you want to bench your body weight, but you you've never hit a bench before, right, yeah, you gotta build you up yeah you you unless you're just like naturally strong like that um you you ain't just gonna magically be able to bench your your body weight, like you right. gotta build up to it, some right. dudes that start too hard too early, they're gonna get hurt,
1: oh, I've seen it, yep, you
0: know, I had a good friend man, and and you've met him. Uh, you've met him and, and, uh, you know, we were wrestlers together. Um, and, and I mean, he's, he's a all-star athlete and he still is. I mean, he, he, and he has that natural ability, um, of, you know, of, of just being in shape. Just, that's just him. And, um, but he, he hurt himself. He went, he, he has a, uh, a, a tendency to go too hard, too quick. Mm. and I mean he ended up giving himself a hernia
1: because uh, no.
0: it was well he he wanted to hit that 400 pound bench mm.
1: uh, yeah
0: that'll and do he, it yeah I mean dude this and and he was trying I mean that was just like that was his goal and he was he was going too hard too fast and uh, his, his body hit that limit for him but,
1: yeah, and you got to ask yourself, too, when you attempt these kinds of things, to what end? You know, what's the real glory so that I can tell people I did it? I mean, these days, that's just not worth it enough to me. You know, there has to be a reasonably successful. I mean, or there has to be a reasonable out uh, potential for successful outcomes, you know, or I, I don't want to try something foolhardy because, yeah, know, oh, great glory for the one or two minutes it
0: matters, but then you
1: might be fucked for life if you get it wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, fortunately, the you know, the hernia wasn't that bad and he had it. He had it fixed, you know. Got through it. What wasn't that bad, you know? Six months later, he's he's good to go. He's he's back at it, but he's a little smarter about it now.
1: Well, That's you know, good
0: than he than he used to be, and it's you know, and and that's that's the thing, man. Because you're going to learn one way or the other, you know. You yeah, you just difficult. have to hope
1: that the the lesson isn't permanent, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. exactly. Got a bunch
1: of those too, so you know. It happens.
0: Well, it, I mean, that's how I tore my left rotator cuff. Um, being dumb, being dumb, really? and and being on a decline bench with uh, a couple of dumbbells. Oh, there. You, oh, was, I've
1: seen that too. Heavy was to
0: yeah. It Unwieldy. was way more weight than than necessary. Um, you know, I had I had a couple of seventy fives. Yep. And
1: you get them into position on your own, then try to do that. Yep.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, of course.
1: Yep, of I could see it in my eye. I've seen that before. I tried that too.
0: It's a, it's a bitch. And it was a slow. It was a instead of me just dropping it, I thought I could save it. And it was it was just slow. And it was oh, a geez. slow tear.
1: Oh, and good. it
0: was just like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Know,
1: your reflex is to try to make it happen while it's tearing you literally, and and yeah,
0: oh, yeah, man. Sorry to hear me. that. It wasn't, you know, th- that tears in there. It, it is probably should need to be surgically fixed, but you know, I mean, whatever. I ain't, I ain't gonna. I can function with it the way it is, so it's, you know, that that's kind of just yep. what it is. But going back to to nutrition, because you know we we were talking about that. We kind of got off track, but but one of the things that I, that I want to revisit here, because Coming off of two years of COVID, and you know now we got monkeypox that people are talking about. Which I mean, whatever. I think I got a prediction. I think monkeypox is going to get get dropped out of the news cycle. It kind of already is. They're not talking about it as much.
1: Yeah, it's not building up like COVID did.
0: Mm mm, because it doesn't fit the narrative. I mean, no. Nah. There's a couple blankets. of
1: aspects about it that uh, don't lend themselves well to yeah uh, the, the, yeah, the there, panic there was inducing a, factor.
0: Right, there, there was an undeniable correlation between <laughs> who is who is getting monkeypox and who's mm-hmm. being afflicted by monkeypox, and they were mm-hmm. like, eh, we, "We might ought to might ought to uh, do a right turn away." Especially from during Pride team. Month, it does don't look good. Yeah, that's not that's not <laughs> the time you want to be um, introducing a panic. Uh, in certain communities. But right. um you know, anyway, and, and we don't even know, like we, we don't know much about this monkeypox business, like if it what what exactly it even does. I mean, we they they're basically everything that I've seen at least has all been fear based. It is fear propaganda. You know, yeah. ooh, I, I think
1: I think they floated it in a pilot test and I just don't I don't think it it really uh, did what they wanted it to. That's my interpretation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, that's that. I think that's a good one too. Is is I mean, they did it with AIDS, you know, and and yep. it was interestingly enough. you we had Fauci, you had the yeah. Fauci that mm-hmm. was that was at the center of AIDS as well. So uh, yeah, the AIDS, the which let's be specific, the AIDS response, right? So to so
1: the gay men's health crisis, so called.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, just saying hmm. anyway. Um, you know, and and I've heard you say this in conversations, uh, which I think you're spot on. I've had other friends of mine who are you know well versed in nutrition and and the medical science end of nutrition, and they've said the same thing: is that the the best defense our body has against pathogens of any kind. It doesn't matter what it is, it's COVID um, or you know. Tick-borne illnesses, parasitic-borne illnesses, which you know we have to worry about right now because ticks are just you know in uh, in their zenith in in my yeah. part of the world right now. This this is when they're they're at their height. But uh, you know, good nutrition is is critical to fighting all of these pathogens off, man, and proper supplementation. So, yeah. what do you do? What do you take?
1: Well, yeah, you know, I want to highlight what you're saying, uh, you, you know, w- just in a general sense, not just with pandemics, but we the, so we have the modern living aspect again, the ill, modern living. It's not what it used to be. It's not rugged. It's convenience and pleasure based. It's filled with, you know, poisons and and environmental, you know, disruptors and, and God go down the line. So so that's where the, you know, supplementation it, it the body is good at at. You know, staying healthy and it's it does it quite well when we don't ruin the processes. So part of the uh, the, the healthy, you know, self fortifying nature of the body and remaining healthy and and opt op, you know, uh, operating properly is going to depend on those chemical inputs, like I said. So so it's not a magical thing, but by giving your body the nutrients that it needs, it'll assume its role as a good disease fighting machine, which it already does naturally. It'll do it that much better. Um, and so it's not like you're stealing yourself against anything that might happen, you know, and I've had people ask me to like, oh, well, you know, what supplements do I take in order to, you know, protect myself against the monkey pox or whatever. Look, if they, if, if, if the evil people, you know, that we're always talking about whoever they are, they release some some sort of something into the environment that's a bioweapon or whatever. I'm not really sure that, you know, all the supplementation and, you know, if it's severe or acute, I'm not sure all the supplementation is really going to do much. These things are designed to overwhelm conventional pathways of of, of health in the body. But for the regular day-to-day of pollution and you know covid and 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 monkey and whatever you giving your their body the nutrition that it, it needs is going to be critical to handle the ups and downs of daily living that is outside of our control so in addition to uh remaining healthy you're also you're, you're you're fighting off disease with the natural tools that the body already has available to it by giving them the materials for that and so as far as me well i pretty much I do, uh, I, I do a, a limited regimen of stuff. You know, I take, uh, some, I take, I, so I take, uh, I, I guess the, the main thing people want to do, I guess it's a starting point because supplementation is intimidating. You know, you walk into any, even a Walmart supplement section, you're like, what the hell, you know? And you're like, well, I guess I'll buy a multivitamin. Well, you know, that's not enough. You know, you gotta have to do better than that. Uh, you're going to want, uh, for starters, a multivitamin uh, as as a starting point, and you probably want a good high-count probiotic so that it has a lot of different units of bacteria, good bacteria in it as another component, not just the vitamins and minerals. You want to get some supplementation for the natural gut bacteria support. And then you want some uh, what's called uh, essential fats, essential fatty acids. So you want a lineup of the bare minimum, okay? We'll call it the minimum wage of nutrition, as I've referred to in my writings. You have multivitamin, a high count probiotic, and a essential some type of essential fatty acids uh, in some form. You do that, and you're already, you know, taking care. You're knocking out a lot of needs of the body, and uh, so that's 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 the starting point. Um, you know, this just that alone, plus you know, just just eating all right, uh, you're, you're going to be able to stay out of the doctor's office and perform better just with those simple supplements alone, especially if you're not doing anything yet. And then um, what uh, beyond that, you want to branch out with individual vitamins and minerals, like the separate vitamin A, separate vitamin B, separate vitamin C. I do that. And so in addition to my multi and the stuff I've described, I also do those separate one-off vitamins and minerals. So I do separate A, B, C, E. I do magnesium, sulfur. Uh, I take a couple of other things too. You know, because at the same time, I don't want to end up with like a fistful of pills I've got to take every day. Like, I mean, people do do that. I know some serious hardcore health people that they might take 100 pills a day, no lie. And that's fine, you do your thing, you know, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to take a fistful of pills every day. So I've really kind of narrowed it down to, what i feel is relevant for me based on what i know.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh So yeah. And uh right, go ahead. No, no. So that
1: that's about it, you know, you you start off, you know, you realize that you're going to need some supplementation. Like you, people say, "Oh, I get all the nutrition i need from food." This is nonsense, you know, even if you're eating raw materials and cooking it into food and you're not eating McDonald's and stuff, modern farming practices. There's all sorts of, you know, the the pollution of today's waterways with fish and stuff that you're not going to get the full nutrition picture from even eating raw foods made from scratch. 're going to um, you're going to need supplementation in order to really just give the body an abundance of its own raw materials that it needs and it's non-toxic It's not like you can OD on vitamin A or vitamin C or whatever like you really can't I mean the worst it might happen you might get some diarrhea or something if your body is not used to the injection of nutrition but you can accustom yourself and there's no toxicity to it. so so you really want to err on the side of taking more rather than less. So you can be 100% sure that you're getting what you need in abundance and the body will just, you know, dump out what it doesn't need. There's no harm done.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, when, when, whenever I'm taking vitamins, I mean, you, and, and anybody that, that takes, uh, especially boosters of vitamin C and vitamin A, your urine changes. Oh, yeah. And that's just your body flushing what it doesn't need back out. That's right. Know? And and I had somebody tell me one time, you know, oh, why do you take those? You're just gonna you're just gonna piss most of it back out. Yeah, I mean, that might be true, but I know that I perform better when I am taking vitamins, when I am actually taking that multivitamin, when I'm taking uh omega 3 is big oh, yeah. for me because I've had a lot of orthopedic injuries, man. Yeah. Um, You know, in, and you know, I've I've had some as as people have trained with me, have sometimes I I you know show them a few things. I mean, I've had some some catastrophic injuries, uh, to my ankles and and uh, you know, some some other injuries out there that I've had to recover from. But I mean, scars are still there. Taking in omega three is is night and day difference.
1: No kidding. Me, it's almost like uh, magic if you're it deficient.
0: It is, man. It 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 really is and and uh you know, I eat a lot of fish anyway. Um so I'm going to be getting you know and and that's really just a a choice. It's not like I'm a pescatarian or anything cuz I love steak and chicken and and you know, it, all all the other uh animal proteins that that we get, but um salmon, trout, you know in yeah. in uh saltwater fish, very saltwater fish. I mean, you know, I I love seafood too and getting that as uh, getting the omega-3s from that and the fish oil from that is definitely uh vital to mobility. And if you don't if you don't I mean that that's not for everybody, man. I, I had a buddy of mine that was uh he was a teammate and he got into powerlifting when we were in Afghanistan. And I mean, it was, it was it was strange because he's from Southern California, right on the coast, and he's got access to some of the best seafood in the entire world. Dude wasn't hated fish. What? No, man. He, he he hated he hated anything that came from the water. Man, He's just like, nope.
1: I can't stand fish just, either. I mean, I like shrimp and lobster, but I hate you know, fish. it. I but watch that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's not for everybody. Yeah, man. It's a preference. It, You know, it's it's not for everybody, and and that's fine, but. Taking those omega-3s, definitely getting that omega-3s, getting that fish oil in there, getting some of those good fats, man, that's going to help things.
1: Huge, and I'll tell you a quick um, story here, actually, uh, real, real quick about yeah. supplements. So I had two shoulder surgeries, one on each shoulder. The first one was my left shoulder, and I was, I was just starting to get into supplementation. You know, what I mean, because I, I went for most of my fitness life up until then without touching it, I just dis, dismissed it. But then, uh, for, so my first solar shoulder surgery, the recovery was, I don't know, it took me like six, seven weeks or something. I was in a lot of pain for a while. The second one, I was heavy into supplementing, and you know, I cleaned up my lifestyle even further. I'm telling you, man. I was already doing active physical stuff within days of the surgery, even though my shoulder was feeling tight, even before I got into the physical therapy and all, I'm telling you, the supplements, I'm convinced, made a huge difference. I mean, it cut down recovery time by a huge amount and got me back on my feet. And why? Well, because in that vulnerable state, I was was bathing my body in supplements. And I, I really think it made a major old difference.
0: Yeah. I think so too, and and uh, I mean it's something that Pat McNamara has discussed that uh, in in detail, and I've got a close friend of mine that trained with Pat, and uh, they they had that conversation about recovery time and supplementation of recovery, and and um, dude, it, I mean it, it echoes exactly what you're saying. I mean, and, and I mean uh, Pat has had a lot of surgeries too, and. A lot of uh injuries over the years it comes with the lifestyle man it does you you lead a high impact lifestyle
1: yeah you're gonna need surgery you're gonna get busted up exactly
0: yeah everybody myself included man everybody i worked with and that that's the mark like if uh, i again i had somebody uh, that i was joking with uh out in uh, washington that was in the rto the course out there and and I mean he's kind of a training junkie he's you know he's he's trained with you know all the big names that you can think of and and kind of you know traveled and uh train tra- trained with all the big firearms name guys you know and and then I've got him in class and and he thought that it was hilarious he's like you know all all the guys that I've trained with that are the real deal will talk about how they got busted up, you yeah. Know? He's like' it's, it's just something that is that is, is like unique about every one of you guys that that you, you you're not telling you're not out here telling like crazy war stories or anything you're talking about how like you got injured and you had this surgery <laughs> you had that it's like it, yeah. I was, I was like yeah you know that's that's probably that's that's a good observation sense. man it's, it's yeah, people, people get busted up man like yep. you are you, you know it is I don't know, and, and I don't know, man. But uh, uh, shifting gears a little bit, testosterone boosting. So this is something that you have written some incredible articles on. Some of the, and, and I'm gonna say, man, some of the most digestible, relatable articles that I've written. That that's just chock full of practical knowledge. Because I, I mean, we've all read stuff in like Men's Journal and. You know some of the other fitness rags that are out there, and yeah, I mean, some of it's good, some of it's not good. It's it's a mixed bag. You know, it it is what it is. But I'm gonna your content. I'm gonna say, man, your content that was up, and it's up on AmericanPartisan.org. You can search for it. Boosting testosterone, disciple of crumb. I mean, you you're speaking per personal experience. You know exactly what you're talking about, and um. You know this is something that is an ongoing knowledge series that that you're putting up there and, and and you know we have a lot of readers we have a lot of listeners too who are uh getting up there in age you, oh, know, yeah. you know that that are north of forty north of getting north of fifty and dude, the one thing what i I'll say this one thing that I don't like about a a lot of the internet community. Is that you know if you go on different forums and in different you know corners of the internet, uh, the younger guys out there are very dismissive of older guys. You know they'll they'll call you know oh shut up boomer or this kind of stuff. Man, that that's not cool um, because when we're talking about the fight for freedom, you're talking about um, you know being being an activist, being a a for liberty that that has no age limitation on it and and so you know some of us are calling people fuds because you know they run a 1911 i run a 1911 from time to time to time too you, you know go ahead call me a fud all right just, you know whatever um don't matter i can i i'm just as accurate with that as i am with it you know with my glock 19. That, that are also super nice and tricked out or my CZs, you know, but anyway, uh, um, point though is, is that when guys are, are losing testosterone over time, and it's just, it's a fact, I mean, we use testosterone to boost our, our viability as, uh, for, for mating practices for, um, you know, our, our drive. For uh success basically success and training and, and everything else because this is all tied into our reproductive health. You know, that that's what we're geared to do. You've written about all this and it it's pretty outstanding. Um I think it's it's one of the better things that's been written and, and posted up on, on American Partisan in some time. And that's just my my personal opinion as as the owner and editor of the site. So talk me through um you know, you, you've said a lot. Stay out of the doctor's offices. Stay off of the chemicals that are that are being pushed by the pharmaceutical industry. Can't uh, disagree with that at all. And um, what what are you doing to boost your own testosterone?
1: All right. Well, I, I want to say something here that's I think is important. that's going to you know be part of this discussion, and and this applies. It's Okay, let's let's say this. Testosterone, a drop in testosterone, it's gonna occur regardless. Okay, you're getting older. I mean, it's not, I don't want to sound too dark, but what is the, it, you know, what is aging well if not a matter of managing your physical decline well? You know what I mean? So you 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 want to get, you want the decline to be orderly. You don't want it to be like all like you know happening all at once. You know, before you will, wow, you wake up one day and you're like, wow, I look and feel like shit. Yeah. Well, no kidding, because, you know, all along the way you ignored, you know, what I would consider to be obvious red flags, you know, that uh, kind of indicate the direction that things are going, you know. And so um, you don't want to get to a holy shit point where you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I don't like what I see. You don't want that to happen because by the time that that does happen man, you got a lot of work to do. And while, you know, theoretically all conditions, uh, metabolic conditions, so low testosterone is going to be metabolic. It's a body chemistry issue. They're theoretically all reversible, but at the same time, um, the reversal process may be, you know, if you re- arrive at that place over time, you may have, you know, you may not be able to make sufficient substantial gains, in the reversal of metabolic disease, even if you can make improvements, you may still not be what you want to be from it. So the uh, the first thing I would say to everybody is don't get there, don't let yourself go. Um, that's been one of my what have I been doing about testosterone? Well, it's, it's, I've, I've been uh, attending to my machinery the, you know, for many years already. And so I haven't, you know, it, everything's been pretty steady state, you know, It's not, I haven't had any, oh no, uh, what's happening to me or whatever, you know, it's, it, it's, I've been tracking it in real time and working on things in real time. And so I haven't had to jump into action. So like, like that's point number one, don't make it so that you have to jump into action. Guys in your twenties, guys in your thirties, Especially guys in your 40s, because this is when you really start to pay the bills on these things. Don't let it get there. Stay on top. Stay lean. Keep your body weight in in check. Work out. You know. Take your supplements. You know. And and then in there. You may not even have to do anything special by the time you get to your 40s and 50s and in order to fortify that, you know, that testosterone supply. You may already be kind of in a steady, look, it's going to decline, right? But you may not have that sudden plunge aspect happening to you because you have been minding your P's and Q's. No substitute for maintenance. So get it together, guys, in your 20s and 30s. Don't wait until you need to to then focus like a laser on it. Now, for guys who are older and are kind of coming to these realizations uh you know that these are the people that may have to you know make adjustments you know and 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 start to try to claw back what they've lost and so for those people it's really just going to be i'd say job one is lean out lose that fat because the fat on your body is producing estrogen and that's really a big issue it's not so much i mean you have two things you got low testosterone which is happening as part of the aging process and then you also have increasing levels of estrogen, whether it's you producing your own because of high body fat, you're eating the wrong foods. Uh, then you got the, the you know, the chemical disruptors like the B- bisphenol A's and, all you know, a bunch of foreign estrogens, which they're, you know, putting into our bodies. So, um, you know, you have to you have to uh, take that approach is to really tighten up the health in conventional fashion and your testosterone will automatically improve. And then beyond that, there are still going to be some supplements that you're going to want to take in addition to the basic standard essential lineup, like the A's, the B's. So then you've got a couple of things out there, um, you know, that I'm going to get into in my series, like, um, uh, saw palmetto, uh, tribulus, the um, testosterone, I mean, it's not testosterone, sorry, um, hormone creams that are still available over the counter. So for those who really want to ramp up the testosterone production in an acute fashion, but using natural means there's something for you too. And I'm going to be getting more into that over time, but again, it is really just going to be a lifestyle issue, you know, clean yourself up, lose the weight, start working out. Um, and then after that, you know, you, you know, start taking particular supplements, which, they help in a peripheral sense, but at the core of it, nothing is substitute. Nothing can substitute for low body fat, exercise, and and just good nutrition in a in way that applies to, in a universal sense. And then from there, you might specialize with you know special hormone boosting applications beyond that. But otherwise, lose that weight, guys. Lose that body fat. It's doing more harm than you know.
0: Hey Amen, brother. Hey, you know it's. It's incredibly sound advice. I mean, uh, when I was out west, you know, over uh, about a decade ago, um, I was living in El Paso. And I had a buddy of mine. It was a, a training buddy. He was always at the gym, and um, he was a retired fire firefighter. And you know, I, I think I think he was right around sixty. And um, he, you're talking about an incredible just. Incredible guy. Uh, kept himself in immaculate shape. And I mean, it, it was I, I I always whenever you get to talking about any of this stuff and I, it always takes me back to the same thing, things other people have told me over the years. And and that's how I know, man, it, 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 you know, obviously, you know, your stuff inside now. He's saying all the same stuff. And I mean, he's, you know, kind of a uh, locker room humor and everything, he's like, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm still out there. I'm still slinging it, you know, and and uh, keeping the wife uh, happy yeah. and everything else. And, you know, and, and I mean, here it is. This guy's he's he is uh an older guy, but he can that he can physically he could physically break somebody in half. He still was outperforming. And, and we're talking talking about CrossFit here. He He's, nice. you know, hitting CrossFit gym every day doing in two days and retirement for him was like oh okay now now i get to really ramp up my training <laughs> program and that, yeah, that's probably. just him man yeah that well just i, I him. think and, and, your friend is, is mean, a
1: testament to the uh, notion that you know you you get it up and running and you never let it go after that i mean i can't state that not. enough and he is an example that how do you get to that by 60 because you start at 20 and you let it, you keep it going, yeah. you know, like that's that's the main thing, you know. Can you oh, do yeah. it like you used to? Not necessarily, but you're also not, you know, fucking off and losing it all, or 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 never starting to begin with, and then trying to scramble into action at a you know late point. Well, it's like, well, you know what, improvements are always possible, but there is a certain damage done component. And you ain't gonna be like that at 60 if you fuck off in your 20s and 30s and whatever else, you know. So, wow. so don't be that person that tries to do the catch up. Really, would be my best advice. There really is nothing like getting a good start and keeping it going, you know, for for that. And and yeah. and uh, then you know you you are gonna be that old ass man. You know, who's in his fifties and sixties, but giving the dudes in their twenties a run for their money. Like, I just love that. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not Superman or anything like that, but I do take a lot of pride in rolling with the young guys, you know, and holding my own, whether it's in grappling or whether it's, you know, in, in shooting and tactics yep. or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm yep. not the best of the best, but you know what, bro? Like, I mean, for if I'm approaching my fifties, I feel goddamn excellent about what it is I'm able to bring to the table in a fight. You know, and, and that's, this, that's what this is about.
0: Yeah, 100% man. 100% and and you know you, you got to be able to do it. You got to bring that A game whatever it is. You know, you you owe it to yourself. I mean, there's so many people out there and I I mean, I've heard these guys. I know some of these guys that and and nothing against them. And if you're listening to this and this describes you, I mean, be honest with yourself. The worst lie that you can tell is the lie in the mirror, you know. But <laughs> but if you're the guy that's running around online or you know, in person or whatever, you go to the range and you know, oh, I, I don't need to do this because I, I've got Glock foo, right? Man, that ain't gonna get it. Like I, I, all I'm gonna say is, I hate that. is, is I want you to, yeah, man, I, I hate that. Go go back to uh, the Tr- Trayvon Martin incident and however you feel about that, I don't, I don't really care, right? I, I'm not here to discuss that case. But but what I want to point out is that that was a fight man that was a that was a brawl to the ground and unfortunately it it ended in in probably the worst way possible but that was a brawl man that was you you're gonna it was a fight you know george zimmerman is getting his head bounced off the pavement and he got busted up in that fight before he could draw his weapon and when you're talking talking about use of force incidents that's the way it's going to go down, man. You know, right. look at, uh, you know, more more recent example in, um, you know, the the uh, the the kid in, in Waukesha, right, you know, and and or Kenosha, rather, you, you've got him. And, uh, you know, he, again, gets his ass kicked, gets knocked down to the ground. And he's got to get back up. I mean, you're going to it doesn't matter matter if you're carrying a weapon you are going to have a certain physical component that goes with it and you know we're not just standing still this in gettysburg or you know <laughs> right. Napoleonic era where you're just standing there and i mean man people move around they get physical they get physical with exactly. one another i mean you're talking about life and death man
1: yep and and you, you know, know and, no one's saying to god and, and, and it's and, a fight oh sorry yeah, yeah no, no one's saying uh, you know. I mean, martial arts obviously is another piece of the puzzle, you know, which is separate conversation altogether. But you know, uh, if you can't get, bring your physical, you know, abilities to bear, or they're not even there because you don't train them as the foundation of whatever else you're doing after that. I mean, everything, everything hinges on that. Basic core of physical fitness, whether it's the martial arts, whether it's small unit tactics, or whatever. If you want to be effective, you want to have a real A game in these, you know, higher level uh, um, um, training applications. Then you're you're absolutely nothing without physical fitness. I mean, needless to say, you lean and mean. Back to that. If you ain't lean and mean, man, you're you're no good for nothing, really, in the physical sense. I mean, you know, if you want to fight. Well, you better you better get it together, uh, you know. And 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 this we we are talking about this uh, a lot, you know, you and me over time. Uh, too few people oh, yeah. in the tactical community are really taking that seriously. Like I mean, that's been my observation at the local level at the training level. That's obviously you you see a lot more training going on than I do, and you see it too. I just don't think people are taking it seriously. You know, it's a shame. Uh, going to the gym is just like going to the range. You hit the range frequently. You got to hit the gym frequently. You got to go a few times a week, yeah. maybe even if every day you don't, you know, most of the time you're, you know, the people are doing their thing. They don't know what they're doing. They're doing the YouTube flavor of the moment video. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no strategy. Um, and, and what, you know, I think what a lot of people will be able to benefit from is having an actual fitness coach with an orientation to our community's activities uh, help them, which is what I would int- I intend to do in the class that I'm giving in July uh, over in North Carolina. You're going to have your own partisan 100%. fitness coach helping with pointers, how to get past plateaus how to do the nutrition thing. So so just like you go to a firearms class for firearms, whatever survival, comms training, all those specialized trainings, you got to come to a fitness class with someone who understands what what your needs are and that's going to give you that kind of leg up, give you a strategy, give you the tools that you need to know that, so that, you know, yeah, two days, it's a two-day course. You, you're not going to get into shape in two days, but you are going to get those tools, those details, And, you know, the stuff you ain't going to find in no YouTube video uh, with the overall plan, you're going to get that from me, who's been in this game for 27 years. We're going to sit down and we're going to do one on ones and we're really going to get into it so that you're going to walk away feeling like, you know, what you need to do, both with the fitness angle and the physical fitness and the nutrition angle. On those two days, you're going to achieve your fitness goals so that you do have a real a game To bring to the table for when you do the higher order stuff, the integrated shit like the small unit tactics and martial arts or or all of the above. I mean, I've done integrated training events, which do it all, man. You are bushed at the end of that. And that's if you're in physical shape. If you're not, well, you can basically forget it.
0: Amen, brother. And you can find details about this class and a heck of a lot more. Or over on the training calendar, brushpeeter.org slash training calendar. Contact me direct NC Scout at brushfeeder.org for registration information in that class coming up on us in July. Definitely not something you want to miss nor neglect. And uh, brother, it has been great as always. Happy yes, sir. on the air, getting you know, a sit down interview, wealth and knowledge, man. Much love, brother.
1: Yeah, thanks, bro. I appreciate you having me. I hope to see everyone out there. Come on, guys. You know you need it. And I'm telling you, you'll you'll walk away. You'll be glad you came, even if it's like, oh, it's just fitness. This is the foundation. And if you want to have your fundamentals down tight for the physical realm, then come on down and we'll 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 square you away.
0: Amen, brother. All right. Anyhow, just over an hour, hour and Ten minutes, man, flies by the fastest oh, hour in podcasting. Literally, literally, I know. God bless all of you out there. Brother, take care. Thank and I'll we'll be talking to all of you again very, very soon. Zency Scout, out. Go back